Sup, bookworms? It's your favorite trio, Krakash, Ayla, and Avery. You're listening to the No Cab Podcast, and today we're going to be breaking down the meta Morphosis Part 2. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Franz Kafka's book, The Metamorphosis, Part 2. We're going to break it down to four different topics. The relationship between Gregor and Greta, the daily routine of Gregor, some complex relationships, and some of the major themes prevalent in the book so far. So keep on listening to get a different outlook on this book. Our first topic is about the relationship between Gregor and Greet. We think that the dynamic between Gregor and Greet is odd. We know that Greek cares a lot about her brother because she does take care of him and tries to do things to make his life happier. The only reason it is odd is because she's scared of him and won't even look at him. If she sees him at all, she runs away. Gregor cares about Greek, too, and takes her feelings into consideration. He hides from her because she knows that she would rather not see him in the state. So we know that they both care for each other, but it's still odd. Yeah, it's, you can definitely see that they care about each other because right when uh, Gregor turns into the bug and Greek... Greta has to feed him. Um, she picks out a couple of foods that she might think he likes, and at first, he doesn't like them. But then she tries again and has like some rotten food and some fresh ones. And then from that, you can just tell that she cares about him because like she went through all the effort just so that he would be able to eat. That's a great point, Prakash. I agree. Yeah, good job. Um, I think it's cool how uh, Gregor um makes his own hiding spot under the the couch so uh so gret isn't as scared as uh as she uh, had been when it first occurred to them that gregor was a bug do you think that he's a bug or is he a An monstrous vermin um, bug oh okay yeah at first i imagine there's maybe like this like maybe like a really big like caterpillar type of thing but I don't know. They're just like different paintings. Like I feel like he's a big roach. Like, he's a big cockroach. Is that what I you don't... see him as? Yeah. Do I see him as like... What... Mm-hmm. Um, Brett's... Do you see him as? Greek. Wait, what? Do you think that Greek sees him as a roach too? Yeah. Yeah. But his her brother. That but is a roach. At the same time? Yeah. So she has a brother roach. Yeah. A brooch. Her... let's scurry into our next topic about uh, gregor getting into routine in part two uh gregor talks about moving a chair to the window in his room where he can look out and look at the world that he used to know here he realizes that he can't see as far as he used to which is a side effect of becoming a bug um so he does this before his sister comes in in the morning to feed him and she does this before their parents wake up so that uh, they don't get upset that she's helping them out and using their resources. And between his first meal in the morning and lunch, he spends his time uh, climbing on the walls and the ceilings. And then he gets his meal at lunch from his sister. And after that, he's kind of on his own until the next morning when he gets fed again. This is definitely like uh, different than what he's... Uh, usual routine was before because then he'd have to wake up around like 
five something or right uh, when the sun rises, catch the train and get to work. And then he just do this every day. And like he, he was in a habit, but then now everything's just different. And then he's just adjusting to it. And it's pretty prevalent in this chapter. Yeah. Like he used to not have like free time to do what he wanted. And now he gets to just climb around his room and do fun stuff instead of being all uptight and just working all the time. I feel like he gets bored, but it doesn't ever say that he gets bored. I feel like he does too, but like he also like has other things to do now, like with climbing on the ceiling. That's like hard to imagine. I couldn't imagine like actually like climbing onto the ceiling. I I don't know what it'd look like. How how big is his room or how big is he? Yeah. I mean, he got squished by an apple. No, I don't think I don't know if he got squished by. I know he was hit oh, by it. Yeah, I, guess. I think he's like human sized, but like he's just a bug like that. So like, maybe like a big bay. Yeah, he's like I, maybe like five foot big, something. Because oh. I think he's a bug, but in human size, and like that's just hard to imagine him climbing on the walls. Because like, how big is his room? Is he like a like a mini alligator? <laughs> oh, watch sure. You know. Okay. Let, let your mind think whatever he wants. Oh, okay. I, I guess I, I get what you're saying. It's like he, they said that he had a tail, so it's like he had to hide it. Alligators have a little I still tail. imagine more like a caterpillar type of thing. <laughs> no. No, he's uh, uh, scarier than a caterpillar. Sounds about right. Now let's crawl into the next topic about complex relationships in the metamorphosis. So Gregor and his dad have a complex relationship. It is hard to see throughout uh, Gregor's metamorphosis if his dad truly does care about him or not. And like the ending of chapter two left us with the thought that Gregor's dad despised him. This is because Greta told the father that Gregor had escaped out of his room. And in the effort to get him back, the father started throwing apples at him and became violent. This chapter ends with Gregor basically fainting and the mother trying to stop the father. I know that this is pretty complex because when my dad gets mad at me, he's not throwing apples at me. Yeah, my dad doesn't throw apples at me either. <laughs> I also, um, in the, the first part, he was like shoving him back into the room because he was, I, I guess he was scared of him. And it hurt him earlier too. So now he's been hurt twice by yeah, his dad. Yeah, because he got stuck in the door. Do you think he's been getting hurt by his dad this whole entire time because his dad made him work for the family too? Maybe. Like work for we, the... we find out that his dad could have worked. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just that that's a good point though. But I feel like Greg, Gregor just did the uh, the job to pay off his parents' stuff because he just felt bad for his dad. Cause he's getting a little bit older and like he didn't want to force it upon him. But like now we can see that the dad can literally work. So. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's just really confusing, and like I don't understand why a dad would lie like that, mm-hmm. just to, like make his son work for him. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how the um, relationship evolves throughout this book because I don't know how the dad's gonna more like react to this even more because to this point he's become very hostile. So I just want to know like is the dad gonna start treating him better? Like, like how's it all gonna work? Do you think his dad wants him dead? Um, I, I think he's just afraid of him because he doesn't know much about it, and uh, it's pretty much a mystery. Anyways, um, talking about themes throughout the book so far, a major theme that I found was like this, like the burden of responsibility that's like fallen upon Gregor, because like before his transformation, 
Gregor was just like a traveling salesman who was supporting the whole family. And he was really hardworking. And like, you can just tell that he had a big weight on his shoulder, like having to care for his family. Cause like, he's got three other people and they can't really like, um, just live like for themselves. So he has to carry that burden. What do you guys think? I agree with that one. I, I see that in a lot of it. I saw that in part one and in part two. And I feel like also Greta now has a responsibility that's almost a burden to her because she doesn't really like seeing Gregor, but she still does it to help him. Yeah, and another person who has like the burden of responsibility is now the father who has to get a job because Gregor turned into a bug, so he can't work. So like he's now got the responsibility to take care of this family. So they're just like characters upon which this burden of responsibility falls upon. And this theme is just prevalent throughout the chapter so far. And in part two, um, uh, Gret has more responsibilities around the household because um, her mom has to do a lot more and they all have to kind of work together to get stuff done. Yeah. I also saw the theme of like alienation because Gregor is now all on his own and he doesn't really have anyone to talk to since he can't communicate. And it, like no one has gone through this, so he doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah, I feel like that'd kind of be strange for Gregor too. He he has to stay in his room for like the majority of the day, and then that would just suck because you're not you don't get to see your family, and you can see like his parents are starting to adjust to it too. Like his mom still misses him because she still tries to see him, but just the terror of like having your son be like a vermin. That yeah, that would definitely make someone feel bad. Mm-hmm. Hope all you crazy cats enjoyed this episode where we talked about the relationship between Greta and Gregor, the complex relationship between Gregor and his father, uh, the prevailing themes that we like saw throughout this book. Um, stay tuned for more episodes in the future where, we'll, where we will discuss even crazier things than the metamorphosis. No, no cap, cap out! out.